Hey, Hada, what's happening in Melee? Maybe there wasn't a Genesis 9 tournament last weekend, and yet still so many things happened. There's a cool thing happening this weekend. First of all, a community bracket on in North America, West Coast, North America, East Coast. Mm -hmm. The Golden Gauntlet will be following that up, where at the Golden Guardians Gamer Facility out there in Cali, you're going to have some super awesome matchups that have been announced and more matchups to be announced. True. I forget if it's first to five or first to three, but it's got to be first to five. Either way, Hada, thank you for joining me. What's happening in your life right now? Uh, not too much. Um, just working, uh, doing life. Uh, that's about it. You know, I'm enjoying melee, playing uh some other games, but mostly just you know getting back in the swing of things. But we had a pretty dense about week and a half going into and out of Genesis. I think uh, a lot of drama came and went. Sheik won their first major, super major in a, a, a very, very long time, if not the first ever. And uh, now we have a lot of cool, you know, community-run projects, not just, like you were saying, the Golden Gamer Gauntlet showdown of goldenness, whatever it's officially called. Um, we also have... Golden Gauntlet. <laughs> Golden, Gauntlet. <laughs> Golden Gauntlet, that's it. And we also have uh, the Bemi uh, 2023 iteration uh, so we have our announced players for that, the Black Empowerment Melee Invitational. We also have the And Friends team. Uh, so your favorite combo video fanatics are actually going to be trying their uh, case at running a regional tournament in Texas. So we have a lot of cool projects in the works, but uh, let's, let's tackle this one at a time. Let's get into the Golden Gauntlet real quick. Yes, okay, so we have the first matchup that was announced is not La Laud versus Axe, although we will talk about that. The first announcement matchup was not, it was, uh, it was Svop and Magi, your first announcement mm -hmm. for the Golden Gauntlet matchup. Svop coming from Texas, Magi coming from Louisiana, so a very familiar matchup for these two. And in fact, I feel like, I feel like anytime you get to see a Fox and a Falco go at it on the sticks for the ditto haters out there, this is like your like a top five matchup in the whole game. You get to see the two ideals of Fox with the edge guards and the and the up smash kills versus Falco with laser 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 lots and lots of laser. But with Magi specifically, you get to see this is my favorite thing that Magi does. I mean, other than the up B kills with Firebird, you also get the soft reverse back air into down air when she's juggling boxes across the screen. So I'm looking forward to that just off the bat. Mm -hmm. is a great player, qualified for qualified for Panda Cup all by himself last year. Now the Panda Cup finale did not actually happen, so that's neither here nor there. But if you if you can place third or better at an event that has players like Kadoran and so on mm -hmm. showing up, you're you're a really good player. That's all I gotta say. Oh yeah. I mean it's uh it shows a lot of cool up and coming matchups I really don't think you get to see all that often. So you did bring up SFOP versus Magi SFOP having a pretty phenomenal year so far. Um I know a lot of close losses at Genesis but definitely show that they had the stuff to make an incredibly deep run. Uh, of Ooh, course, take JMook to game five. Took JMook to game five. Perfect example. The future Genesis champion, uh, and, and did so in dominant fashion. Really, the only really difficult matchup, what seemed to be, was um, was their ma set match against Svop. So Svop might have just been you know the second, third, fourth best player on the day, but you know probably just couldn't convert in the long haul. So Svop looking good. Magi, of course, one of the most electrifying Falcos to do it. 
and I'm sure will be a part of the Anne Friends tournament in Texas as well, being an, being an Anne Friend um, member. But looking at some other matches, we do have Laud versus Axe, a Pikachu versus Peach set, I would imagine. And that's a pretty interesting match. I don't remember the last time I've seen them play. Uh, Laud, of course, being semi-active uh, in their surgical residency currently. And, of course, Axe, Tempo Storm's own best Pikachu to do it historically. And I really haven't seen... Too much of Axe versus Peach. I do believe Axe took a set off Polish, if I remember correctly, in the last year. And that was their marquee matchup against Peach that I have remember in recent memory. So we'll have to see um, how Lod, you know, takes their perspective on that matchup specifically. What I really like to hear is, sorry, what I really like to see out of Golden Gauntlet being willing to put on two floaties versus each other because Axe will be going Pikachu, Lot will be going Peach. There, there's no, there's no extra counter pick advantage here. They'll both be sticking with their mains. And mm -hmm. for a show match to be two floaties, that's not normally. I don't think that's normally the first move, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm really looking forward. Or sorry, I should say I'm really thankful to see. Uh, aside from all these other matchups that we have so far, we're going to get to S2J Kadorn in just a moment here you have two floaties going against it just seemingly out of nowhere but i think another thing about it is that we all missed seeing lot at some of the bigger events towards the end of last year not able to quite secure a top 10 placing in the rankings mm -hmm. despite a strong first half of the year right so we're looking forward to seeing lot again of course and this is again being held at the golden guardians facility thingy place don't even know what to call it but you get it <laughs> the next matchup is S2J versus Kadoran, you would say a SoCal matchup, but that's no longer true. Mm -hmm. S2J is now NorCal, new Ooh. new resident up in NorCal. So this is SoCal versus NorCal, even if S2J, I mean, perennially, and once SoCal, always SoCal, maybe? I don't know. I should have asked... I should have asked somebody from SoCal, like Firepuff12 or SF, how do you feel about S2J going up to NorCal? Is is Johnny NorCal or is Johnny still SoCal for a while? How long do we get to hold that card for? But I'm looking forward to seeing this matchup regardless because S2J takes sets off of Zane. So if that's true, you automatically think, oh, S2J is probably going to be able to take a set off Kadoran, mm -hmm. but Kadoran has a very good record against S2J. I think they go back and forth. I don't know what the record is off the top of my head, but it's... And I, what I'm trying to say is that Kadoran is not a free matchup for S2J. Absolutely so not. This is gonna, this, this is gonna be great. This is going to be a great one. Yeah, it's uh, two very electrifying players. Of course, Johnny, a uh, perennial Norwalk resident, now has moved to NorCal, and uh, Kadoran pretty much with the exception of fiction has a stranglehold on a lot of the local and regional tournaments um, down in SoCal. So I believe even was ranked above as, you know, pseudo rank one in SoCal. I know Mango probably ranked zero perennially, uh, but it, what it seems to me is, you know, Kadoran is an absolute workhorse. He attends all these locals. He attends these regionals. He really gets the work done. And I'm excited to see exactly how far Kadoran can push this matchup against uh, Johnny, who's really shown that he has a good idea of what to do against Marth. Like you're saying, taking a set off of Zane in the last year. Um, and that's no small feat. This past year's rank number one. So not just in the matchup, but against the best player in the world. So really excited to see that it'll be a really uh, good matchup all around. Um, expect that one to probably go the distance, if I'm going to be honest with you. 
but that should wrap up our current um, predicted we matchups. Want, we we want to make sure we want to make sure that we also <laughs> add that you can not product you can't go to Cali and be part of the uh, the invitational matchup card part of this but there's an open bracket on the west coast open bracket on the east coast online slippy tournament mm -hmm. that you can be a part of that golden guardians is putting on this weekend in conjunction with gallant gaming shouts out to deer and the rest mm -hmm. of that crew so you can play online with an ethernet cable okay all right and you know no no macros oh we'll have <laughs> to get into the cheating discourse at some point i don't know there there has been plenty of that pipsqueak nerfed his character uh you know there's all kinds of fun stuff so <laughs> i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to competing in it this weekend if i'm still able i'm like i'm roughly planning on it but i might also have to dq myself so if you have to dq yourself send a message to deer and dq yourself all right so that does wrap up golden Guardians. Yeah. thank you for making sure that i got to <laughs> add that in it is an open bracket for everybody to compete in in north yes. america Yes, so um, check out the show matches on Sunday, February 5th, this upcoming weekend, I believe starting at around noontime. So if that's something that tickles your fancy, would recommend checking that out. Uh, moving on, Black Apartment Melee Invitational 2023. Uh, this is something, this is a project that I have fully supported and fully endorsed every single year of its existence. So excited to see that Brandon is continuing to push us forward. So going to jump into our invited players. We have Shroomed, Two Saint, All Chat's Own. Um, X, KJH, Flash, one of my favorite players of all time. The real thing, my second favorite Falco on this list, only behind Flash. Um, Salt, hey. Billy Bo Peep, Prop, Professor Pro, Lunari, Typhoon, and Sefunmi. Uh, the only two players I don't know too much about are Lunari and Sefunmi. Um, but, you know, I'm sure there are some pretty talented players to make this pretty illustrious list, but definitely some incredibly talented players on this list, and I'm excited to see an amazing third iteration of the BEMI uh, Black Empowerment Melee Invitational. Oh, believe me, the people are excited about Lunari, who I don't actually know directly, directly, but anytime I see anybody talk about uh, Lunari, there's just absolute freaking out kind of, um, like, what's the word? Like, they're freaking out about the fact that, oh my gosh, Lunari's going to do a thing and is actually hailing from from europe so it's not oh, okay. just prof coming across lunari will be coming across as well okay you got a nice little banner on lunari's twitter who in your opinion is the most exciting eu up-and-comer besides kingu which is a wild <laughs> question kingu <laughs> is such a grinder but mm -hmm. exciting i'll have to have kingu come on and, and talk about whether or not exciting is a good word to describe a jigglypuff all right <laughs> now let's talk about the response to that, Pipsqueak, who we all know, said, jokes aside, it's so hard to tell, but I think that Lunari SSF2 is someone I'm keeping an eye out for, but there are a lot to, of players that I've wanted to add, blah, blah, blah. But if you get named by Pipsqueak as an up-and-coming player, and Pipsqueak, who we all know, again, very good player out of Sweden, comes across to the United States for events on a fairly regular basis and plays well gets top 25 placings top 17 placings mm -hmm. at melee singles brackets lunar is going to be a good player for coming across and showcasing talent out here in north america and specifically for the black empowerment Melee invitational 2023 we're just going to call it bemi from now on if that's mm -hmm. okay with you yeah totally fine with me i'll definitely have a lot of established players that are coming back and uh, making either reappearances or just you know have been in the top level of melee for a long time shroomed needs no introduction to saint top eight at uh genesis just this past month 
Um, Axe, of course, we're just seeing them in a bunch of different show matches, but of course has been a pre uh, prolific top 10 level talent for a very long time. KJH, one of the most technical players on the planet. Flash, if you know him, you'll love him. If you really do. Um, Riptide 2021, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Smacking around Ginger. Uh, but that's my guy right there. I've known Flash since he was like 16. Uh, Northeast Ohio talent. Absolutely phenomenal player. And has a very storied and contentious rivalry with the next named player. The real thing. Uh, the real thing. Uh, top 100 level talent for the last three, four years. Uh, another... Falco coming out from Northeast Ohio, actually, so both from the same region, and uh, constantly in a battle to know who the best Falco in Ohio is of those two players. Uh, an unreal, talented, smart, uh, grinding, workhorse-level talents those two players are, so nothing but love and respect for Flash and the real thing. Uh, Salt and Billy Bo Peep both coming from Texas. Uh, Salt, um, believe top 20-level player as a part as uh, debuted this past year. Billy Bo Peep, uh, I believe, has been a top 50 level player on the um, top 100 rank twice, if I remember correctly. Prof Pro, formerly, uh, I believe, still rank one in the UK and uh, has been one of the top players to come out of Europe uh, throughout the course of Melee's history. Lunari, uh, up and comer from the from Europe, Typhoon, uh, very strong up-and-coming talent, I believe, from the Pacific Northwest. Uh, Marth player, so really excited to see what they can do. Had a pretty close set against Fizzwiggle, um, I believe, at main stage this past year. Um, so that's my guy. So uh, no, the Typhoon's very, very talented player. And has taken some really good sets and has a lot of good online results as well. Um, Grinder, I believe, has beaten... Taking sets off of Salt um, and Bobby Big Balls. I know that for sure. Uh, and Safunmi, I really just need to learn more about Safunmi. I don't know too much about them. That's great. I don't know who this person is either, but it's really cool that you get to have all these awesome names for the invitees. But something else that's going to be happening, other than the fact that, oh my gosh, it's already super cool that you have an in-person event in Atlanta, Georgia, coming up here, the last weekend of february february 24th through the 26th you get all that stuff but then you also get the lcq a last chance qualifier for four more players to get Ooh. in top four placing players can get into this and the lcq winners are gonna get their flight hotels paid for afterwards so isn't that so cool like shouts out to wa homemade waffles young waff brandon you all know him y'all love him for continuing to, despite the fact that he's moving to Ohio in this semi-near future, or already has, I don't know the timeline, you get it, moving and is going to be taking a bit of a step back, was at a lot of the Melee events last year, and his Twit Longer said, I'm not going to be at all the events this year, I'm going to try to take a bit of a step back, mm -hmm. try to take care of the family, but he's still putting on not only because again the first couple of iterations of bemi were online and now mm -hmm. bringing all these players out to atlanta it's it's going to be a super great weekend I'm looking forward to watching it and this is going to be great melee that we're going to be watching because if belly bow peep <laughs> can win a tournament once a year and it's a bemi tournament i mean how crazy is that be crazy sweet. The bosses all these players who, who who say to you yeah i'm done <laughs> but I'm going to casually win a tournament. Oh, it's so cool. So we're obviously looking forward to seeing that coming up in a couple weekends. We'll preview it more as we get closer, mm -hmm. pick some winners and some... Oh, and we'll hopefully, by the time we get closer, know more about Sufun... 
See, that's what I'm saying. Sifunmi. Yes. I'm yeah. gonna learn more. We gotta find out. We gotta let the people know. Let me. I have to, I have to know. Let me see if I can do a quick little. But we also have a cool announcement from and friends, your favorite melee combo conglomerate are now running an invitational say what if you are nearby texas and you don't have anything going on april 9th 2023 you should very much check out and friends regional number one yo they want to do more they're going to be hosting this down there in texas i think it's the place where they have monday night melee which is a mm -hmm. weekly if i recall correctly and you already have salt confirmed SFOP. Bobby Big Balls Justice. It's going to be a good time. And hopefully there's nothing else bigger happening that weekend so that everybody pays attention. Please and thank you. Yep. But it's already really cool what Ann Friends does. as Again, for their combo videos, they're so amazing. But now we're having regional. I mean, it's so cool. I mean, the, the, again, Battle of BC. Was the first Battle of BC a super major? No, it was not. And yet, Battle of BC Five has a chance to be a super major this year, pending you know all the all attendance the and yeah attendance and stuff. Because you know it's going to be a little bit harder, I guess, for certain people to get there. I mean, for mm -hmm. me, it looks way too expensive to go to. I'm probably not going, even though I want to so bad. <laughs> However, it's being hosted at the Vancouver Convention Center, which is like three or four times the venue. So you, you get what I'm saying. I hope it turns out really well. But and Friends Regional Number 1, what if and Friends Regional Number 5 turns into a major? And then by the seventh one is a super major. This is where these kind of things begin. So I'm looking mm -hmm. forward to seeing how this grows and blossoms before our very eyes. Mm -hmm. I love things like Genesis, but Genesis had to start somewhere too. So... Good luck to Anne Friends being run by very cool people. I, mm -hmm. I hope it does really well. I think it has a lot of cool potential for content as well. I, like All those players are, you know, push melee's limits, push melee's boundaries, that do put out some of the most exciting combo videos and combo-related and melee-just-adjacent content. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a combo contest, something for prize for most swag combo as voted on by a panel during the tournament. Like, get something. I don't know. I think there's a lot of potential for not just to have an amazing tournament, but to have a, a lot of cool content and cool side events happen as a result. So, hope that that all comes out to be as successful as it possibly can be. And I think that's most of what we've got going on. Um, okay, well, the uh, last thing that we'll say is that Junebug had a DK run. Yes. <laughs> Junebug had a DK run. Shouts out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. out to a Patreon of mine, Neil, a.k.a. Bard. He ran the eighth iteration of M-Series, which is a Baltimore area tournament. It is becoming a bigger and bigger mm -hmm. regional. In the past, they wouldn't really get much more than 60 entrants, which is, by the way, that's a good amount of entrants for a regional. Mm -hmm. But this time, it blew up to 140 entrants. They had regional crew battles. Mm -hmm. They had P-plus bracket, both of which Junebug was either part of winning or had just straight up won. And then had a second place finish in the singles bracket, second second only to Sly Fox Esports Kevin Maples. That was the only person who could beat. <laughs> that was the only person who could beat the Donkey Kong. Bugs DK out of people like Polish <laughs> and Polish played Peach. 
in, in both sets, okay? Polish, play, Polish, he played Malachi as well in Juicebox. These are hard matchups for DK. It's not like he got a full spacey bracket and just zero to death them over and over. No, he had to take Juicebox to game five, Sheik DK. He had a really contentious set against Polish's Fox and an even more contentious set against the Peach. Then had to play Malachi and then had to play, uh, oh, um, Joji, formerly known as Milkman, in Losers Finals and defeated Milkman, a.k.a. Joji, to only get, you know, pretty convincingly 3-0'd by Kevin Maples. But, you know, what an absolute beast of a run by Junebug's secondary Donkey Kong. Yeah, I mean, it's something to remember. You know, you, you go through a whole loser's run and you get tired, right? And it's going, ah, oh, well, come on now. But the bracket started at about 4, and they were playing grand finals at 11.30, I think. <laughs> like, it went really late. So congrats to everybody who made it to top 8, because they were there for, I mean, regional cruise battles and, and P-plus bracket was earlier in the day, so they were there all mm -hmm. day. And that's, that's what it is for some of these. Yeah some of these regionals you and know, it's one day and you get started at about noon and you're not done until 12 hours later yeah junebug also had an amazing performance in the crew battles as well i think took like nine or ten stocks against philadelphia that was pretty crazy ah oh, come on not philly Ugh. yeah all da right well dawson oh, had to clutch up <laughs> just couldn't do it out to brotherly love esports for signing the newest representative because slug is retired as far as i can tell mm. and now Brotherly Loves Esports has picked up Dawson, so hopefully we'll get to see Dawson at every single event that Hungrybox attends. Winky face. <laughs> All right. You're a big Dawson fan, and right now, I think it's time I uh, smack you up with my chic real quick, Jesse. Yeah, let's do this. All right, let me find One some. player mode, online play, there we go, and direct. Find some music. Autofill. All right, I'm looking for you. All right, let's do it. Uh, it does this every time. 